welcome to the Unstuck Your Life podcast. I'm your host and life coach, Pamela Hughes. Every week, we're going to start to wiggle loose in area of your life that has got you stuck. Yeah, you know what? Today, I'm going to help you wiggle loose by really stripping it down, by really getting to the basics of it all, the basics of what I teach, the basic tool that has really helped me in my journey as a coach, in my journey, just as a human being in the evolution and, and transformation that I've gone through over the last few years. Like this is the basic stuff that I really wish that they would have taught me in high school. I mean, really would have wished they would have taught me in high school, you know, finding the square root of a triangle, if that's even a thing, or doing math with letters. Yeah, my husband does that. He's an engineer. That is not my cup of tea, nor have I ever used any of that in my day-to-day life. I get that there are people out there that do. Again, my husband, he does math with letters every single day. I don't know how to solve for X don't really care to know how. To be honest with you, this is the stuff, the basic building block that I'm going to be teaching you today that is going to have a huge impact on your life moving forward. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's super simple. It is super simple, but at times not easy to apply. All right. Because The basics are the foundation. They're with which we build everything else on top of it. So you've listened to this podcast for a while, which is great. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. This is one way that I get to help and serve and have an impact on people's lives. And I'm so grateful and honored that you've taken the time to listen to me in, in this 84th podcast. I know that I missed last week. There was a lot of things going on and I made that executive decision to not put out a podcast and I'm okay with that. And I look at the number though, of like 84 podcasts, like that's such an achievement for me. And so many of you have listened to the majority of those. So thank you. All of those things That's like the upper levels of the building of your life of which you are creating. Today, we're going to get right back down to the basics and the the foundation of it all. So I'm talking about the number one most useful thing that I use and I offer my clients when life gets hard. And it doesn't have to get like super hard traumatic in order to use this tool. This tool in this basic foundational tool I use on a daily basis when my mind starts to spin, when I start to overthink all of the things. All right. So, you know, a couple weeks ago, you may have heard me talk about there's some struggles that I that I've been dealing with in life, and it happens, even to a life coach, right? Why? Because we're all human. And as humans, we can't control everything. We can only control as to what's happening inside of us. Like shit happens, right? You can't control that. But what you can control, excuse me, is how you react to that stuff. And in a nutshell, I mean, that is the most useful thing to realize when life gets hard, when it starts smacking you around. But I'm going to get a little bit more eloquent, a little bit more basic, and a lot less brash about it. So to put a finer point on it, the most useful thing you can do when life really starts to get hectic, smacks you around, and you start going in that like spin, spin, spin. One is like, take a deep breath. And I know that that sounds so campy and like, yeah, you know what? Take a deep breath, but it's so true. 
if we could just take a deep breath, pause for a moment, like take a beat and take a breath and slow down, what you're going to notice is your shoulders drop. What you're going to notice is you can catch your breath. What you're going to notice is your heart starts to beat at a more normal uh, rate versus being super fast. And that tightness in your chest may start to open up a little bit. By taking a deep breath, I mean, you're actually impacting something. It's called the vagus nerve. And it's not V-E-G-A-S. It's V-A-G-U-S, the vagus nerve. And deep breathing tends to calm that, all right? That's not the number one trick I'm going to be teaching you, but it is an important tip for you to know. When life starts swirling around you, take a deep breath and then take another and then take another pause and just allow yourself to slow down for a moment, all right? And like I said, not the most useful thing that I'm teaching here today, but it is always helpful, all right? So what is the most useful thing? Well, here it is, the secret. Separate the facts from your story. What does that mean? Well, in life, there are facts. They're the things that are happening, and they're usually outside of you, right? So the temperature of the day, that's a fact. I could prove it. What someone says is a fact. I can prove they said it. So what the words that they use, that's the fact. Not that what they said is true, but the fact that they said it is true. If you had a camera and it was rolling, you could see that that person, in fact, said those words. What other people do is a fact. It's outside of you. Whatever you can prove in a court of law, all right? We'll just kind of keep it as basic as possible. Whatever you could prove in a court of law that everyone would agree on is a fact. He was mean. Not a fact. Not a fact. Not everybody would agree that he is mean. Some might think he's something else. It is an opinion, and that is your story. Your story is your interpretation and your opinion of what's happening. All right. That is inside of you. So when we talk about like managing your mind and like happiness and things along those lines, that's all an inside job. You can't control what's happening outside of you, but you have full control over what's happening inside of you. Okay. So I want to give you an example here just to kind of put a finer point on this as well. Fact. My husband and I had COVID two weeks ago. Fact. I could prove that in a court of law. Everyone would agree that's what happened. Like I could point to that double pink line on a test. And let me tell you, I'm now in my forties. I don't want to see any more double pink lines for any reason, but that's another podcast for an entirely different story. But I had COVID. He had COVID. Here are the facts. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. So this is where separating the facts from the story is simple. It's basic, but it's not always easy. Because I had the thought at one point in time, you know, I have COVID and that sucks. I have COVID is a fact that sucks is my thought about COVID, is my interpretation of COVID. That is a thought. This is where it gets a little tricky, okay? So would everyone agree that sucks? No. No, not everyone would agree. There are some people that are like, you know what? I could take five days to myself, six days to myself. That would be kind of nice. Have you ever had that thought? Like, oh man, if I just got the flu, I wouldn't have to go into work. 
I know it's weird to even verbalize, right? But you're like, oh, I just really need to slow down. A couple days in bed would be super nice. But not everybody would agree. Not everyone agrees that getting COVID is bad because for some people, they don't even know that they have it. They're asymptomatic. So how is that bad for them? Sure, going out and possibly exposing other people could be a challenge. But right now we're looking at your life and the facts of your life. Having COVID is a fact. We can prove it. Your thought, your interpretation about it, well, that is your story around it. All right. And I had a lot of stories, I had a lot of thoughts about COVID in the last couple of weeks. But the thought doesn't make it true. Just because I have a thought doesn't make it true. We have a ton of thoughts and they're not all true. In fact, I would venture to say most of them are not. This is the powerful stuff. Just because your brain offers you a thought, my friend, does not make it true. You don't have to believe everything you think. You don't. Just because your brain offers you a thought doesn't make it true. It doesn't. Think about it. Like, have you ever gone to a movie or watched a movie with your husband and you thought the movie was absolutely amazing? Like, so good. You want to watch it again? You couldn't believe, like, the plot twists. The acting was amazing. The storyline superb. And you're like, yep, this was awesome. And your husband's like, meh. Eh, not a huge fan. And you're like, what are you talking about? This is so good. That's Chris and I with the movie The Notebook. Have you ever seen the movie The Notebook? Love The Notebook. Oh my gosh. It is like the quintessential epic romantic movie starring the sexy and talented Ryan Gosling. Yes. It's a good movie. It is such a good movie. And I'm going to tell you that, like my husband, he does not agree with me. He does not agree with any of the words coming out of my mouth right now. He thought it was predictable, over the top, too long. And I think he used the word campy. I know. Can you believe it? Who's right? Who's right? Well, I am, of course. No, I kid. I kid. <laughs> no, who's right? Is it an epic, romantic movie with superb acting? Or was it campy, predictable, and too long? You see, it's not about being right or wrong. It's about separating the facts from the story. And the facts are, there's a movie called The Notebook. Ryan Gosling is an actor in the movie. Now we could put how long the movie is, but whether that length is a good length or a bad length is your interpretation of the length. You get my point, right? All that other stuff. The fact that like, well, I say the fact, do you even notice how quickly that just like slips out of your mouth? You're like, oh, well, the facts are, well, they're not really facts. The other stuff is, you know, it's the best romantic movie of all time. Ryan Gosling is super talented. The movie was too long. It was over the top. That is all the story that we create around the facts, the opinions, the interpretation, the thoughts we have about the movie, which is a fact. Separating the facts from the story is basic. Well, I'm going to tell you right now, it is so powerful and done on a daily basis, you start to get so much freedom. You start to see some of the suffering that you're creating for yourself because of the thoughts, the interpretation, the opinions to which you have attached to the facts. The facts are the facts and they're neutral. The notebook movie is neither good nor bad. It's just a movie. 
COVID, neither good nor bad. It's a disease. It is our thoughts about it that make it good or bad. And I know all of you right now have so many different thoughts about COVID and so many different thoughts about the notebook if you've seen it. And I'm just here to tell you that is what's creating your experience of life. Your thoughts are what creating your experience of life. Another story for you here, you know, um, and I love telling the story of coaching because it, it is really impactful when you really start to take the facts and separate them from the story to see the clarity that you get for it. So there's this client who was upset with her mother-in-law and uh, she said, my mom, my mother-in-law doesn't like me, doesn't respect me, doesn't like what I'm doing. This woman doesn't want me around, but what she does want is she wants me to be fat. She just keeps sabotaging my diet and what it is that I'm trying to do. She knows I'm not eating carbs and like, I don't even want her to be around because of all the awful things that she did. Just this past weekend, we went to her house and what did she do? She made spaghetti. Like she knows I'm cutting carbs and what did she do? She made spaghetti. And my husband doesn't care. Like he didn't back me up. It was just this horrible visit and I don't ever want to go back to her house. Okay. So when you take a look at that, right, what are the facts in this scenario? There's a mother-in-law. They went to their home last week and mother-in-law made spaghetti. Like you could prove all of those things, right? Those are the facts. Everything else, a story. And actually it's a pretty painful story, you know, the story of my mother-in-law doesn't love me. She doesn't respect me. She wants me to be fat. My husband doesn't have my back. That's a story. Those are thoughts and they're all optional. Like out of curiosity, this client was asked, you know, if, if there's any other reason why her mother-in-law may have made spaghetti. And what came out of all of this is that the mother-in-law is Italian. Spaghetti is one of her specialties. And the grandson went to the house and, you know, the spaghetti is his favorite. So while the mother-in-law may have wanted the client to be fat because she doesn't like her, it's also possible that the mother-in-law made the spaghetti because she loves her grandson and wanted to make him happy. Like both are possible. So I want to just offer you that, that example because... While both are possible, one feels a heck of a lot better than the other, right? One of those stories is going to help and one story is going to hurt. This is where you have the option of picking the story, choosing what it is that you want to believe. You get to do that. You get to pick which story you want to believe. Like we do this all the time. We pick the story we tell ourselves about everything. And a lot of the time that story hurts. That story sucks. We choose that story and it stings. I'm here to tell you though, you don't have to do that. Like without a story, the facts don't hurt ever. They never do. You see, we create most of our lives and our minds, but we so often deeply believe our stories that we think that they're facts when they're not. Now it's fine so long as the story isn't painful or causing you problems in your life. But so many of the stories are painful and even debilitating. And I also want you to know that like you tell yourself something long enough and you're going to start to believe it. 
I mean, that that is how our human brains are made. You have a thought, you know, some essence of I'm not good enough or I don't have enough time. I don't know what to do. This is too much. I can't handle this. And you practice that thought over and over and over again. My friend, that is going to become a belief. That is how our brains are designed to operate. And once you learn this, once you are aware of it, then you have the power to do something about it. Your brain wants to be as efficient as possible. It has a lot of work to do on a daily basis. So it's trying to maximize and be as efficient as possible. To put it into perspective for you, like every day your brain must police 34 gigabytes of data. 34 gigabytes of data. Now, I had to go look and find out how much 34 gigabytes of data was. It sounds like a lot, but I needed something to like make that a little bit more tangible and put it into perspective for me. So 34 gigs of data is the equivalent of three years of phone data every 24 hours. Okay, so every day your brain must police 34 gigabytes of data. That's three years of phone data your brain is processing every 24 hours, every day. Three years ago, three years ago, we had never uttered the words COVID. We had, we didn't know what social distancing was, let alone like what any of that meant. And think about how much you've used your phone in those three years. That is what your brain is processing every single day. Every single day. It has an enormous job. That's why it wants to be efficient. That's why it keeps going back to the thoughts that you've practiced over and over and over again. That's why it keeps going back to those limiting beliefs because it's easy. It's easy. It's efficient. Your brain doesn't have to think about it. Thinking about thinking takes a lot of time and energy and effort. Going back to what you believe because you've practiced it over and over and over again, that doesn't take much energy. It's safe because it's what you know. So I want to give you this perspective of the basic building block and the number one tool to really shift things in your life, especially when they get stressful. And that is separating the facts from the story. The facts are what you can prove in a court of law. I think that's just like kind of an easy way to clean it up. And everyone would agree. Everyone would agree. If you have the thought, my husband's being mean, that's a thought. You have a husband. That's a fact. We can prove it. He's being mean is a thought. Because if you've ever told your husband, you're being mean, they're like, no, I'm not. Like, they don't think they're being mean. So if everyone wouldn't agree... It's not a fact. It's a thought. You see, these are the things that we really dive into with coaching. So, I mean, I can offer you this basic building block and this concept of separating the facts from the stories. And I would highly encourage you to start doing this. Start journaling. Then going back and looking at what are the facts of my story? And then what are the thoughts? Because the facts... You can't change. You have no control over them. But the story and the thoughts, that is in you, which means it's within your control. So what's the story? Is it one that's serving you or is it one that's hurting you? When you start to get some awareness around that, then you can do something about it.
And in coaching, when I work one-on-one with my clients, like we really dive into this and they start to see the suffering that they've created for themselves in their own lives. And that's not from a place of judgment. That's not to beat yourself up. It is to empower you to take back so much of the control that you've unknowingly handed over to someone else. Again, no one ever taught you these things, most likely. This is why I wish it would have been taught to me in high school. Life would have been very different. The last few years of my life have been tremendously different now that I understand this basic concept of separating the facts from the story and why I wanted to bring it to you today. You know, if you've got any questions, if there's anything that like I can help flesh out for you with this concept, because once you nail this, once you truly understand just how much power your thinking has in either having the life of fulfillment that you truly want or the suffering and the stagnation that's keeping you stuck, just how much power and control you have over those areas based upon your thinking, your world opens up. It changes. Like you can never not know this again. And if you need help diving into it, then that's what I'm here to do. You can hit me up on my DMs on any of my social channels, you know, Pamela Hughes Coaching, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, you know, uh, you can email me. You can do all of those things. Hit me up on my website, PamelaHughesCoaching.com. I am here to help. I honestly and genuinely mean that because this basic step, while simple to understand, is not the easiest to execute because we've been conditioned to think so many of our thoughts are in fact facts when they're not. And it's a good thing because if they're not a fact, then they're in your control and you have some power to do something about it. But if you need a little help with that, hit me up. All right. I got you. I got you. All right. I'll hit you up next week with another podcast. All right, my friends. Thanks for hanging with me. I'll talk to you soon. Listen, if you're still feeling a little stuck and need a little help right now, wiggling loose, I got you. I put together a guide, a free guide to help you feel better right now. These are simple strategies that you can start today to feel better faster. Just go to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. That's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. I tell you, these are going to help you slow down, take a breath, gain some perspective and control of what's happening in your life right now. And it's free because we could all use a little help and I'm here to help. Grab it by going to fourwaystofeelbetter.com. Again, that's the number four, waystofeelbetter.com. And start wiggling loose.